0: going to be in the book of Genesis, book of Genesis, book of Genesis chapter 37, verse 5, Genesis chapter 37, verse 5, hallelujah. The Bible reads in the NIV, Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. And I, I read it twice at eight o'clock, so I might we'll read it twice here because I need y'all to hear this. Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. Lord, please. Bring a word for your people right now. Bring a word that will uplift them, stretch them, take them to another level in you. Purge us, Lord, clean us, so that we can be the divine instruments of war that you need us to be, to enhance and further your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. As you take your seat, I wanna speak to you from the subject Step down into your elevation. Step down into your elevation. Uh, Joseph was one of the heroes of the patriotical uh, narratives in the book of Genesis. Uh, he was Jacob's 11th son. He was sold into slavery as a young boy by his brothers who were jealous of his dreams and envious of the favor their father showed him. Favor made evident by the coat of many colors Jacob had given him. A coat they saw every day. Like Daniel, Joseph had a gift that took him to the heights of power. And like Daniel, that gift was the ability to interpret dreams. It took Joseph a while to understand it though. At first, he thought receiving dreams was the extent of the gift, but the full manifestation included the ability to interpret the dreams for others. Having the dreams with meaning for his own life benefited himself. Being able to interpret the dreams of others benefited someone else. Your gift, That special ability and calling you received from God was given to you for the purpose of blessing the people around you. It's a kingdom gift. It, It was given to you and through you for the benefit of the kingdom of God. Joseph had the ability to interpret dreams, but he received favor before he received the dreams. Joseph's father doted on him more than he did the other sons. The dreams came after he received the coat of many colors. The coat was like a symbol of the bestowing of his gift, like Elisha receiving Elijah's mantle as a symbol of the anointing he received at Elijah's death. Joseph didn't realize it, but that very moment he became a powerful tool. He became a weapon in God's hand. When Joseph added obedience to the gift, He became a formidable force. That anointing, that favor he received, gave him the potential to achieve great success. It also sent a signal that attracted the enemy. Oh, see, the anointing you receive will grant you favor from God. It will also draw an attack from the enemy. That's because the anointing makes you powerful, a powerful weapon in the kingdom of God. The more you move toward God, the more you attract the opposition of Satan. Once you receive favor from God, the enemy redoubles his attack. Your enemies will help you understand your purpose because of the level of their attack. You will start realizing how important you are. You when you see how hard your enemies begin to fight you. You will start saying, I must be important. I must be going somewhere. Although I'm here washing dishes, they attacking me like I'm the manager. Come on, somebody. Your enemies will band together to stop you because of the jealousy they have in their hearts for you. When your enemy, see, your enemy is your clue. When people begin to come against you harder and harder, you have to begin to understand there must be be some gift in you that the devil already sees that you don't know yourself. You know what the problem is with your power? You have so much of it, but you don't even know it. But the enemies around you see it. They see the favor of God on you. The demons in them see the favor of God on you. The problem is you don't know your power. And so when people begin to attack you, you're wondering why. It's because the level that God wants you to operate on. And in front of the Pharisees and the Sadducees hated each other, didn't even want to talk to each other, didn't want to go out to tea with each other. But when it came to Jesus, they banded together because they hated him more than they hated themselves. You got to understand how powerful and how anointed you are and how important to the kingdom you are and you keep thinking because you're sitting up here living in a one-bedroom apartment, you keep thinking because you're out here washing dishes at the restaurant, you keep thinking because you're just out here shining shoes or washing cars that God doesn't have a gift in you but can I tell you something? The way the enemy attacks you is your clue. That's your clue how powerful you are because the devil was Right there, when you were made, the devil was in heaven before you were made. He was right there. He knows what your gifts are. He knows what your power is, and he tries to stop it. Ain't it funny that he ain't gonna let you get it, but he can't stop you? See, he's not gonna let you get it, but he can't stop you. Right, let, let me get and give it to my sermon. Let, let me read this one more time for you, so you can understand. Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. That's why you gotta be careful of who you share your, your secrets with. You got to be careful of who you share your dreams with. Everybody is not happy for your vision. Everybody is not happy for where you going. See, people are clap for you, Hercules, Hercules, but when you start getting closer to the step of the ladder that they own, they'll start getting jealous and start trying to pull you down because they don't want you to surpass them. You better understand how powerful and wonderfully made you are. Before you was in your mother's womb, God already knew you, He had already made I don't want to keep talking (laughs) Joseph Joseph was not attacked by strangers there's no greater pain than the pain of being hurt by your own family a family that can't see your gift and, and do not like your dream they don't realize you are called out separated and different than anyone else even if they do they don't like it Joseph own family attacked him and threw him in a pit. From that pit, Joseph was elevated into slavery. It's tough to think that slavery was a step up, but for Joseph, it was much better than the alternative. Sometimes elevation leads you into isolation. When you, he pulled, When he was pulled out of the pit I'm sure he thought he was going to be rescued. I'm sure he thought he, 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 they were going to send him back home to daddy. But they took him into a foreign land as a slave. By the slave, Joseph's circumstances took a wrong turn. For the worse, he found himself falsely accused of rape and put in jail. After being in jail a while, Joseph had two cellmates from the Pharaoh's court, a baker and a cupbearer. The Bible doesn't tell us What they did wrong to be put in jail, we do not even know their names, but they are identified by their gift. One a baker, the other a cupbearer. Can I tell you something? People may not know your name, but they know your gift. You keep trying to convince people who you are. Can I tell you a secret? They already know you gifted. That's why they're coming at you. They already know who you are. That's why they're coming at you. Remember when they gave the the pieces of silver to Judas and Judas tried to bring it back because he had betrayed Jesus and and the Pharisees and the Sadducees wouldn't even take the money because they said, we don't want blood money. They knew who Jesus was. When they went to go get Jesus out of the Garden of Gethsemane, they bowed down and worshiped him and still took him to the cross. You better understand that they already know who you are. David was a mighty man of valor even though his daddy only had him keeping the sheep when Saul needed somebody to play the harp and soothe him of the demons. A soldier said, I know a man, the son of Jesse. He's a mighty man of valor. I saw him kill a lion and bear with his bare hand. He has a harp he can play. He's a bad mamma jammer. He already knew who David was. Stop trying to convince people of who you are. They already know your power. They just wanted to Denial because they're jealous of <laughs> uh, where you going. Oh. You keep trying to tell people who you are. They already know who you are, baby. They already saw your gift. They already know you can sing. They already know you can do better. They already seen your gift. They just try to convince you that you're not gifted because they don't want you to walk in the power that God has ordained for you because they don't want you to go where they can't go. But you better tell your neighbor, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. What God has for me is for me and can't no demon in Hell, stop me from getting where I'm going. Trying to talk to somebody who keep trying to show everybody who you are. They already know. They knew Jesus was the messiah. They killed him anyway. It don't matter. The enemy try to destroy you. You got to say, get you behind me, Satan, when they come at you. Peter was David's boy. I mean, Peter was, was Jesus' boy. He said on this rock, I'm going to be on my church. But when Peter said, don't go to the cross, he said, get you behind me, Satan. Because he knew he wasn't talking to Peter. He was talking to the demon in them. You better let the person know on your next cubic, you better get behind me, Satan. I, I ain't going to mess with you today, but you might want to stop touching me because I'm a kingdom soldier and you might be putting yourself at risk. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and any enemy of me is an enemy of God. You got to learn how to open your mouth david didn't run at goliath with his mouth shut he said you uncircumcised philistine you coming at me with a spear i come at you in the name of the living god you come at me with a lie? i come at you in the name of the living god you come at me with a scandal i come at you in the name of the living god you better let your enemies know what they dealing with oh but see The reason why you can't tell nobody is because you don't know who you are. You better stop looking for your accolades through people's opinion. You better stop looking for your accolades through people talking about you good on Twitter or Facebook. You better stop looking for accolades for somebody giving you a compliment. You better find your peace in the joy of God and understand that he loves you even if you don't love yourself. Yeah, your gift will make room for you. do worry about that. God will bring you in contact with folk you need to be in contact with. God could have put a thief or a murderer in the cell with Joseph. Instead, he arranged for a baker and a cupbearer. Joseph had a gift for that gift to take him where God wanted him to go. Joseph had to be connected with somebody else's gift. That someone was Pharaoh's cupbearer. Joseph is remembered for his dreams and his ability to interpret the dreams of others. But his gift concerning dreams would have gone no further than his own amusement had it not been had he not been connected to the cupbearer. Yes. Through the cupbearer's gift, Joseph was connected to people of influence. Time spent with the cupbearer opened doors and opportunity for Joseph. Those doors took Joseph to great success. The cupbearer was such a, uh, much of a good part of what God did through Joseph, as Joseph himself. No one extols the virtues of the cupbearer, but we could make a very good point by telling this story from his perspective. As I said, the cupbearer's name is not mentioned in the Genesis account. Still, the story would not have worked out the way it did had, it, had he not been used, had his gift not been allowed to, 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 to take Joseph to his destiny. Having done that, he didn't get his name on the wall, he didn't get a trophy, but because he brought Joseph to the king to interpret the dream, I'm sure he received much favor from Pharaoh. What I'm saying in essence is that God orchestrates people in a variety of circumstances to get you to the place where your gift can be accelerated. That makes you a very valuable and powerful weapon in his arsenal. It also makes you a really big target for the enemy. Regardless of whether you are a king or the king's cupbearer, when you start getting closer to your destiny, the devil is coming for you. Oh, y'all don't hear me. It's funny how Joseph was in there with the cupbearer and he, he, he interpreted the cupbearer's uh, cup uh, dream and he told the cupbearer, you're going to be restored into Pharaoh's cap, uh, uh, camp again. And then at the end of the day, what happened is when, when he, the cupbearer story was so good, the baker said, well, tell me, tell me, you're going to die and he told him the truth, and he died. And so now the cupbearer goes to the Pharaoh's house, and he forgets all about Joseph. He forgot about Joseph, and now all of a sudden, he remembered Joseph. Why? Because Joseph ha- could interpret dreams, and now Pharaohs, his his, his his wizards, his sorcerers, his advisors, none of them could interpret the dream, and he was frustrated. So now the cupbearer said, I know a man who interpreted my dream. Ain't it funny how sometimes, people don't remember you until your gift benefit them. Oh, you better watch out. When your gift benefit them, they'll call your name. When your gift benefit them, they'll say your name. But when your gift can't do nothing for them, they don't remember you. It's not that they don't know you gifted, it's just they ain't figured out how to use you to exploit your gift. Y'all better watch out, somebody. They already knew you was gifted. (laughs) <laughs> That's why you got to be confident and secure in who you are because you people will manipulate you and use you and use you up. Oh, you better watch out. I don't care what that song say. You ain't going to keep on using me to you use me up. Y'all can have that song there. I know it must be something real good for you to be singing that song that loud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby, we ain't going to do that. We all right. <laughs> but, but he remembered him, and he knew he had confidence in Joseph's gifts, and so he told him to go get Joseph, and he risked his life because the king already saw that the dream couldn't be interpreted, and then if you get the king all happy, and this man come up here and don't interpret the dream right, you're going to die. But he knew Joseph was destined for greatness. God had given him a gift that would take him there. He had anointed him with favor that would open doors for him. Still, Joseph had to make the connection to the destiny uh, in order in our human space-time continuum here in the life as God created it to be. Life as we know it, that connection usually requires a human-to-human relationship. Joseph had to connect with a person whose gift could match up everything. Real events had to transpire in real time. That connection came for Joseph, but it did not take a route that human thought would label logical. See, in our mindset, we expect things to happen in a linear manner. Joseph, favor, gift, introduction, success. That's not how it works, though. Now, usually, there are other dynamics involved. Other people and the opposition and all work together to produce a much different route for Joseph to follow his gift to his destiny. Joseph, armed with the gift, blessed with favor, connected to his station, would be a powerful warrior in the hands of God. The enemy couldn't let that happen. That real, the really wonderful thing is that the enemy can't stop in no way. All those twists and turns, the pit into which his brothers threw him in, Potiphar's wife, wife's false accusation, prison were obstacles thrown up by Satan to prevent his success. God took every one of those obstacles and used them to reveal, clarify, hone, and perfect the gift of Joseph. What others thought would destroy Joseph. God used to make him the man he wanted him to be all alone the trials and tribulations you go through are there to teach you and build your character you don't learn anything in good times. you learn things in times of trouble and challenges and setback. but you better watch out because God didn't set you back he set you up he was sold into slavery if he was not sold into slavery and put down in the pit if he did not step down into his elevation in the pit he never would have got to Egypt and if he never would have went to Egypt and got put in jail he never would have known how to interpret dreams. The funny thing is this Satan wanted him in jail to stop his gifts to stop him from being used but what's so crazy is God wanted him in jail because of his gifts too he wanted see this is my prayer for you the, the Bible says he'll make you lay down in green pastures So if you don't lay down, he'll make you lay down. Well, you better tell God, don't make me lay down in jail. Don't give me no COVID to make me lay down. Don't give me no flu. I sit down on my own and commune with you because the reason why God has to make us lay down is because when he tells us to sit down, we don't sit down. He'll make you lay down in green pasture. He'll put you on your deathbed just to make you be still and pray to him so he can give you the idea that he wanted to give you the whole time. He'll make you get COVID two and three times just so you can sit down and worship him. Can I tell you for a minute, you better learn how to come to God and worship him in spirit and in truth. You better come in here and get all that stuff out of you, all the impediments of your faith. If you learn how to worship him, in the good times and worship him in the bad times he will take it if you worship him on Sunday he'll handle you on Monday you better swear out and say God in the name of Jesus oh Oh, my God didn't bury me, my God planted me, my God didn't set me back, he set me up. Although he was sold into slavery, all things worked together for his good. If he did not get betrayed by his family, he never would have became the second in command. Can I tell you something, boring stories don't sell. If you got some drama in your life that you didn't make God, just making your story good. Because if you don't have a test, you can't have a testimony, baby. Oh, you better watch out. Scandal made a whole bunch of money because it had so much drama. When your life has some tithing in it and God begins to bring you out of some stuff nobody thought you would get out of, God can use your life to give a testimony. Oh, you better watch out. Oh, my God. Let your neighbor know. I know it looked like I got sat down, but God just planted me to bring me back up again. Oh, I know I failed. at something I was doing, but my God let it happen to build character in me to bring me back up again. You better tell your neighbor. I don't, you may not know who I am, but I'm a bad mama jammer, baby. My God. I'm um, Fearfully and wonderfully made. See, you say, if you're going to boast, boast in the Lord. You better boast about how bad God made you, how in his image you made, and how gifted you are. That ain't arrogant. That's saying you love God and you know how he made you. Most people, Prison is not the last stop before dinner with the king. It's sometimes the last stop before death. And and a scarlet letter putting on them and squelches their opportunity. But for Joseph, prison was the key to his fulfillment. Oh, if, if you're stuck someplace that looks like one of those career ending holes, take heart. God is not limited by the limitations that people create for one another. Tell your neighbor, don't be limiting me because of what you can't do. Now, don't tell them that. I'm just... <laughs> Hey, regardless of what you face right now, you are still a mighty weapon in God's hands. Brokenness means your personality is no longer an obstacle to God's complete use of you. Your weakness is your greatest strength. Because of your weakness, because your weakness opens you up to the grace of God, and when you understand you can't do it, you will get out His way. You will let Him lead you and let Him order your steps in His Word. Oh, y'all! Can I tell y'all something? Y'all watch Indiana Jones, and they, and they got to get the hieroglyphics right to step on the right block. If they don't read it right, they die. Go to Tomb Raider; they got to read it, and they all oh, is saying this. Oh, we gotta step here and step here and go here and go there. Oh, but that's how it is. How can God order his steps, your steps in his word if you don't read your word? Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I shall fear no evil, but when I read my word, I'm gonna let him order my steps in his word. And when I read my word, he'll give me what I'm supposed to get for that day. Lord, give me this day my daily bread. And when I read, I know where to step because my God orders my steps. And even when I fail, it is for my good because God wanted me to fail so he could bring me to another level of grace. You got to understand, hush! I'm trying to talk to somebody right now. So what you started business and it went out of business. Trump then lost 40 businesses. He still got another one. Huh? I ain't vote for him, but I'm just saying. He'll fail a million times and start another one. Let me just throw that tax idea away and ruin that. Let me go get another one. You got to be tenacious and understand that just because you fail one time, you better get yourself back up and go to it again. My God. All things happen. Not some things, all things happen for the good of those. (laughs) Ain't it funny? Before he went to prison, he could dream dreams, but when after he went to prison, he learned how to interpret dreams. Him being placed down in prison allowed him to hone in on his gifts. If he never would have been put in prison, he never would have learned how to interpret dreams, which means Pharaoh would have never given him that much favor. And if he had not been been sold into slavery, he never even got to Egypt anyhow. Oh, my God, I know you keep crying, but back to what I was saying at first, drama sales. Now, y'all who dramatic, I ain't talking to you. I'm talking about people that have dramatic things happen to them, not those who cause them. That's my disclaimer. Put that in small writing, brother Justin, at the end of the thing. This is not for dramatic people. These are for people that dramatic things happen to. Not those who cause them. All right? All right. So now that you know, if I'm talking to you and if I'm not, listen or cover your ears. God allows it because when people begin to see how things happen to you and you still walk into what you're supposed to do, they begin to say, what in the world is she made out of? That would have made me quit. That would have made me sit down. I know how they've been plotting to get him fired out of here, yet he's still coming here, being quiet at his cubicle, do his job and go home. He ain't clap back at nobody, at least not this week. (laughs) <laughs> See, look, but seriously though, God allows a lot of things to happen so your life can bring attention, so that people can start reading you. Remember last week we learned that we, the Bible, that people read, and they read reading your life. Like we're reading the story of Joseph. Some of y'all ain't been sold in slavery, but y'all been sold out by the cubicle next door, but you still got your job. Oh, uh, y'all don't know. Snitches get stitches, but let God get in the stitches, though. Let, let, I'm just saying. I, 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 get, I understand your, your, why you get upset, but God said, He'll handle your battles. Let, 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 me, let me get out of here. see, you know what I'm believing this morning? I'm believing that God is going to unveil to you what your real gift is and what you were created to do. He's going to reveal to you what you were born to accomplish. Can I give you a clue? The more the resistance, the closer you are. Huh? Because the devil ain't going to resist you as much in, unless you're pressing toward what God wants you to do. Yeah. To let you know, that's your clue. He's going to show you what you were born to accomplish. You have favor on your life and a dream that has not yet come to pass, but it's going to come to pass. Understand that in order… Uh, uh, to cause your path to cross with your connection to the place God has ordained for you, you may have to endure something as harsh as Joseph endured, but your gifts make you a weapon for God, but you are his weapon. He knows best how to use you and where to apply your gift. Stop trying to force yourself into places you know God ain't trying to send you. Oh uh, yeah, 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 I don't hear me. <laughs> See, 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 you having a ball in here, ain't you? They got a little room. It has given to you by the king of kings to benefit his kingdom. He gets the final word on where and how that gift is employed. Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. In order for you to be fully operational in your gifts, a weapon that he can use, God has to sharpen you. He has to put an edge on you. To do that, God will move you into relationship with people who can refine and hone that gift. It may not be somebody who nice to you. See, some of y'all want somebody to be like Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. No, you need somebody. To be like, Girl, you better get your butt up and go do what you're supposed to do. My God, what are you doing? You keep you the, three days. You've been talking about you gonna write this book. You ain't started writing nothing yet. Get up and do something. All you're doing is getting on Twitter. What you gonna do? Keep on tweeting? Well, you gonna write this daggone book. But then you'll get mad at them and go talk to somebody who will just be on Twitter with you. You gotta begin to go around some people that'll push you where you need to be and start trying to find somebody to make you feel good. You gotta rub shoulder with people who are excited about your gift, who are not intimidated by your gift. Because people that get mad because you gifted, they're not gonna do anything but pull you down and slow you down. Stop hanging around people that's always in the same place, always complaining about everybody, because if they complain about everybody, they are complaining about you. Mama said if somebody, a dog bring a bone, he'll take a bone. So you need to understand, stop hanging around negative people and hang around somebody that can take you into your gifts. Every warrior called of God reaches a point in life where circumstances conspire to make him or her feel insignificant or devoid of value. God has made you fearfully and wonderfully. Don't you let anybody tell you you're not called of God because you misstep, because you sinned, because you did something wrong, because you lost something, because you failed. Don't you let anybody try to put a value on you for what you accomplish or what you don't accomplish. Don't let the accolades go to your head and don't let the people that's talking about you pull you down. Because at the end of the day, as long as God is pleased with you, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I'll tell you this, I'm gonna sit down. He didn't, he didn't yield to the attacks. Joseph kept going. Joe got thrown into a pit. He learned how to be quiet though. You know, you realize that? Joseph didn't go back and try to clear his name. He left it alone. Well, you know, I really was not trying to mess with your wife, he just went to the next job. Because he learned, He, he told his brother the dreams, they threw him in the pit. He learned how to be like, man, let me be quiet and stop telling everybody what I'm supposed to do in the embryonic stages. Let me just shut my mouth and do what God has called me to do. He got sold into slavery, sold into slavery by his brothers, sent to Egypt, then got put in, so, so, yeah, put into slavery, working, then he got elevated to be the top slave running everybody then got accused of rape, got thrown into jail, then got put second in command only to Pharaoh. Why? Because he had a tough life, but although he had a tough life, he didn't blame God. He understood all things happen for the good of those who are called according to his purpose, and everything that happens to me is for my good. When I win, it's for my good. When I lose, it's for my good. When I get the job, it's for my good. when I get fired, it's for my good. When I get the it's for my good. When I get the motives for my good, God is just orchestrating it. God is air traffic control. See, air traffic control. And see, sometimes. God will say, it ain't time for you to go here. Although I prepare a place for you in the presence of your enemies, there's so many down there, I got to clean it up before I put you there. I know you got some enemies. I know you're going to have to deal with them, but I don't want you to have to deal with all of them. So sometimes God does what air traffic control does. Every now and then, you're supposed to land at 5 o'clock. And at 5 o'clock, you come and you can see the runway but air traffic controller say to the pilot too many planes are taking off and too many are landing i'm about to send you into a holding pattern and i'm gonna let you circle around until i can clear the runway for you oh you better watch out god is saying i'm not denying you I'm not holding it back. I got you in a holding pattern. And although the blessing is for you, I got to hold it until I move this supervisor, until I move this naysayer, until I move this enemy. And when it's clear for me to land you without crashing you, without failing you, without ruining you, without crushing you, I land you right where I need you to be but don't get mad take heart it ain't I denied you I'm just holding you until I'm ready to put you where I need you to be I know you're a human and you stuck on linear time but God said I don't deal with linear time I don't deal with chronology I deal with Kairos time see the present the past and the future all at the same time and i look at your life and i said hold on brother brooks this no no not this day not the fourth i'm gonna wait three more months and i'm gonna put you right there because if i put you there the day before Somebody gonna do this. If I put you back two days after, somebody gonna do this. But I know the thoughts I think toward you, thoughts of your prosperity, and it is it in before you was in your mother's womb. I knew you. I made you. I formed you. I blessed you, and I'm about to bless you. about to open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing you will have room to receive. Not just any blessing, but a good measure of blessing. Press down, shake it together, and run it over as long as you obedient. And let me order your steps in my word. If Tomb Raider can do it, if any other Jones can do it, if the scavenger hunt can do it, I need you to read my book and let me walk you through the valley of the shadow of death. Don't worry about your enemies. Don't worry about your naysayers. Don't worry about your haters. Don't worry about the scandal because I who began a good work in you shall finish it. Can't no demon, can't no former thing, no latter thing, no height, no depth, no principality. Nothing can separate you from my love. It ever grows and you look crazy by planting but it, it grows down for months and the roots are strong and in a day or two it'll grow 20, 30 feet but for months even a year it may not grow at all and you look crazy out there warning. what in the world is wrong with Sister Gilliam she keep on watering this ground, ain't nothing growing. She crazy, she done lost it. She just keep watering it and ain't nothing moving. Ain't just all lost. Then all of a sudden, a day or two, boom, 20, 30 feet. Because the roots grew first. God didn't bury you, he let you grow your roots. He give you ready. To go to the next level. He getting your roots sturdy. And so when the wind blows. It won't knock you down. So when the big bad wolf. Huff and puff. He can't blow your life down. Because you root it. In the word of God. You root it. In God's wisdom. God. Is the author. And finisher of your faith. He's doing a good work in you. He's not burying you, he's planting you. Enjoy this darkness. Enjoy the darkness, just like an old school photographer enjoyed the dark room. You don't wanna get hit by the light too early. Some people might have been crazy, it got warm for three days, somebody probably went out there and tried to plant some water (laughs) Maybe it grew but they planted the wrong time and out the wind and killed them. Just saying. Because God lets you grow in your season. See, we always talk about how we're a tree. we like a tree planted beside rivers of living water. And all we just always say, but it said that it yields fruit in its season. In its season. It may not be your season, But don't get jealous because it's brig season and hate on him. Your season coming. Everything don't get blessed at the same time the way this airplane, if every plane got to take off at the same time, I ain't flying, I'm driving. Because everybody gonna die. Traffic jam in the sky, it's a wrap, it's over. And what God is trying to take you, and elevate you. He got to humble you first. See, he got to get that ground wire in you. See, the higher God is going to take you, the lower you have to go. Yeah, yeah I, saying. I know I didn't say it before. But if, if this building, like I said, didn't have a ground wire, we turn the lights on, blow the building up, because it has to be grounded to stabilize the electricity. Your car battery has a positive and negative charge. The negative charge stabilizes the positive, the positive stabilizes the negative, and that's what makes the current go through. If the negative charge is messed up, it ain't going nowhere. If the positive charge is messed up, it ain't going nowhere. But ain't it funny that you still need the negative charge, too? Ain't that funny? That unless I got the negative charge, I can't just have the positive charge. I, I, everybody wanna have all these peaks, but if you got all peaks, you did. He came and saying, hey, it's a flat line, it's a wrap. You gotta have peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. You don't have peaks and valleys the whole time? It's about that time. God says, I bless you in the valley and in the field. It don't matter where you are. He gonna bless you. Whatever extreme you in, you're gonna be blessed. Whether you're on top, you feel good, you get blessed, you can be on the bottom, you're still gonna get blessed cause God's gonna take care of you. He's teaching you. He's grooming you. He's building something in you that he needs to sustain you. Because your gifts will take you places your character won't sustain you. I'm telling you, Lord knows Six years ago, ain't no way I've been run all out, because everybody out. <laughs> 100. Keep it 100. 100. What in the world? What'd he say? What the- <laughs> God is grooming you. And even when he takes you down, he's doing it to bring you up. That's all. He's reducing you down to your least common denominator to multiply you. Ain't it good that no matter what you happen to you, you are gonna win? Yeah. Ain't that crazy? I mean, Paul, look at. Let me say, what's up? Even Paul said, man, I don't know if I want to live or die. Because to live, I'm going to keep helping you. But to die, i be with Christ and I'm chilling. He's like, even with death, he ain't care. If you win even in death, forget what happens in this life. Because God is allowing it to happen to make you the woman or man of God he wants you to be. Amen. Amen.